Welcome to Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. My podcast aims to inspire and support mums to develop a flexible, well-paid, successful career in the tech sector. On the show, we share top tips, insight and inspirational stories from women who've carved out a great career in the sector, as well as talk to employees and experts who champion diversity and gender equality. During series three, we're teaching women how to be bold and proud in pursuing their career ambitions. So today we're going to be talking about how to get unstuck in your career choices. So today is about thinking about and reflecting on, do I need to make a change? You know, why am I not making that change? What is going to help me make a change? So to answer all these questions, I'm delighted to have Natasha here, who is head coach at Career Shifters. Natasha, tell us more about what you do. Yeah, so Career Shifters um, has been around for almost 15, 16 years now, launched in 2006. And we help people find and move into more fulfilling work. And we do that through a range of free resources on our website, um, workshops online, longer courses that take people through more of the process of making a major career change. Um and really do whatever we can to help people get into work that feels like it fits who they are. Mm, I love that. I love it. It's a thing. And <laughs> there are tools and techniques we can use to help m- make those bold cho- choices mm. um, to change careers successfully. So let's first talk about like why do people get stuck? What causes that issue? Yeah, well, this is one of the the cruxes of this conversation so many people come to us and they say I don't understand why I can't figure this out I solve problems in every other area of my life I'm an intelligent capable human being (laughs) why is something as seemingly as simple as just moving into a different career so difficult and at its core it's because we are taught from a very young age to move up the career ladder, not sideways. Mm, Everything we're trained to do is about moving forward, moving up, not necessarily navigating change. Um, And particularly now when, uh, in my opinion, career change confidence is the new job security. It's more and more important to be able to move sideways, but still people aren't being taught how to do it. Really interesting. So how do you tackle this at Career Shifters? Well, everything that we do at Career Shifters is focused around what we call the three career change paradoxes, which are these kind of vicious circles that we always see people get stuck in. So if you are thinking about making a career change, but don't seem to be making any progress, it is almost certain that you are stuck in at least one, if not more of these paradoxes. So I'll go through these at a high level and then we can maybe dig into them in more depth. The first career change paradox is that it's you that wants to make a change and it's also you that's your own biggest obstacle. So what we've seen is that although most people will come to us and they'll say, my biggest obstacle is um, I don't have lots of savings to make a shift. So my, my biggest obstacle is financial or my biggest obstacle is the job market or the biggest obstacle is my CV and lack of experience. Actually, the vast majority of your biggest obstacles are likely to be internal to you. Mm. So these will be things like fears, right? I'm afraid of looking like an idiot in front of my friends and family if it all goes wrong. I'm afraid of 
um, having to take a major pay cut. I'm afraid of stepping away from the familiar into something that is currently unknown to me, right? Mm. All internal things, fears. Yeah. Then there's assumptions. So if anybody is listening and is thinking about making a career change, check in on what assumptions you have about making a shift. And assumptions, just to make it really clear, are things that we think are true and we behave as though they're true but we haven't proven that they're they're true (laughs) so these are things like um I'm too old to make a shift you can either make a living or be happy you can't have both it's unrealistic um Mm -hmm. nobody is happy in their job and if they say they are they're lying all of these (laughs) kinds of things right if I if I make a career change I'll have to start at the bottom again these are all they might be true yeah so true we hear this all the time totally and like these things might be true I'm not here to tell you that they're not true but unless you've checked it out and you know for sure they're assumptions and they're they're going to be keeping you stuck because you're going to behave behave as if they're true even if they're not um and then the last way that we get in our own way in a big way and through no fault of our own is our own lack of knowledge of what's out there Mm. um I'm guessing you've come across a lot of people who say, I could do anything if I only knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? needs, needs the research, doesn't it? It takes yeah. time, time to do that. Absolutely. And, and people think, you know, I know my own industry inside out, but mm. I don't know what's out there that I can't see right now. I know there are careers I don't know about, but because of just the limits of my own worldview, there's loads of stuff out there that I can't include in my options because I don't know they exist. Absolutely. And so in all of these ways, we get in our own way. And the biggest obstacle, like the external obstacles are all figure outable. The internal ones are the ones that really keep us stuck. Mm. Um, and then you add to that the second career change paradox, which... I I don't know if you did this, Heather, when you made your own shift, but for me, I spent a long time trying to figure it out. Um, And you can't figure this out by figuring it out. This is the second career change paradox. (laughs) That doesn't help, does it? (laughs) It doesn't help. And it sounds sounds terrifying, right? Because Mm. so many of us are paid to figure things out. It's what we make our living doing. So true. I used to sit at home like writing endless lists of like strengths and weaknesses and pros and cons and and um, what I would do if I had all the money in the world and just writing things down, psychometric tests coming out of my ears, mm-hmm. self-help books under my bed, like a little library of shame. <laughs> um, and I would lie in bed in the dark in, at night, like chasing my tail inside my head, trying to come up with the answer but I never could because career change is not an algebra equation and those ways of going about things just don't just don't work in this context it's interesting so so everybody everybody will feel this at some point I am sure and Mm. I think you know everything you've just talked about I'm sure so many of the listeners today have actually experienced themselves and again yes I've been there too and you know and all our super mums that transition into different careers they don't do it lightly you know they do do their knowledge they do ask questions they 
do make you need to do that thorough research so they build up their confidence to know that it's the right shift and take you know take that step of, of bravery but it does require that investment of time doesn't it so we're going to talk more about how you can get unstuck um, as we go through but something that you mentioned when we were having our pre-chat was that it's different for women and men so just explain that a little bit like what would we see differently perhaps from a different gender lens yeah it it tends to be that people behave remarkably similarly but they come at it from different points so one of the things that we really see most career changes do and this is funny because it 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 ties in with this first career change paradox if you are your own biggest obstacle it's probably best you don't rely purely on yourself and yet so many people that we see are trying to do this by relying purely on themselves so they don't ask for help they don't um tell their friends and family how they're really feeling they try and keep like a very British stiff stiff upper lip about it and the thing is men tend to do that because they don't want to be seen as weak right they don't want to be seen as unable to provide for their families or unable to answer these big questions women tend to avoid asking for help because and I'm speaking in very broad terms here and, and big caveat not all men and not all women but a lot of the time women are the people who other people go to for help. They're not the ones who ask for help. They are the ones that their kids come to them for help or Mm. their friends will come to them for help. They are the, the, the kind of crutch that holds things up. And so many women in particular, I think have been conditioned to be independent and strong and be there for other people and not need anything. You know, so socially, there is nothing worse than a needy woman, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it's awful because it really has women have have this very lonely experience when they're tackling big questions like this of, oh, I can't bother anybody. You know, I don't I don't want to put anybody out if I ask for help. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Mm. Um, And I think that's why for me, career coaching facilitates all this process and helps you work through it and I think it should be a mainstream thing it's why I set up my first coaching company back in 2006 because like I was every young person needs a career coach like that was my (laughs) that was my principle and it it was so lovely because career shifters set up the same time I did I knew uh, Richard who set it up at the same time I set up my career coaching company for young people Mm. so we've been on this mission together so I love the fact that career shifters is still going strong and has got a really good recipe of how they help people get unstuck so let's talk now about how do you do it what are these career change success principles that you talk about and how do you help people move forward yeah so the first success principle is we've actually kind of touched on it in two different ways already in our conversation is don't do this on your own Mm. so other people are the oil to any career change machine and and this is for two reasons right so first of all Career change is an emotional roller coaster for the vast majority of people. And the energy it takes to pull yourself out of drops in confidence or knockbacks or, or things that you thought were going to go one way or went another way, it takes a lot for you to pull yourself out of those holes. 
So putting just even just a couple of people, it can be a really small team around you, but actively recruiting them to say, listen, I'm taking on my career change in a big way. I need an accountability buddy or I need a call you at two o'clock in the morning when I'm going insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like, will you be officially in my corner? This is going to really help you accelerate the process because you're not trying to drag your own heavy self up a mountain right and also because other people can be your access to seeing beyond the boundaries of what you're currently aware is out there so if you imagine that you are walking around in a bubble of your own reality a really good way to make your bubble bigger is to bump your bubble into other people's bubbles yeah because other people know things you don't know they can see things you can't see Um, So this really does a lot to expand your world. The second success principle is to act it out, don't figure it out. The only way that you can get real data and real information about what's out there is through action. Because if you keep dusting around the inside of your head, all you're going to find is the stuff that has always been in there. (laughs) Like we've done enough turns around the inside of our own skull now to be pretty sure we know the contents of our heads but the best way to come up with new ideas is to feed your brain new inputs Mm. it's systems theory right like new Mm. inputs equal new outputs so you've got to do the same thing with your brain and the best way to give yourself new inputs is to have new experiences so do stuff you've never done before talk to people you've never talked to before um you know, walk home a different way from the park if you've gone for your daily exercise, (laughs) like take a slightly different route home and see what's there. can be the tiniest little things um, just to feed your brain with new inputs Mm. and, and get it sparking with new ideas. And this is really crucial also because if you're not willing to throw away a career that you've worked really hard for on the basis of a hunch well, good on you, basically. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> do that, no. But the only way to test out, okay, is this idea really for me? Do I really enjoy this? Does it pay a, a sensible amount of money? Is to go and get your hands dirty and have real close-up hands-on experience with the things that you're experimenting with or thinking about. I thought for years that I would make an excellent business consultant. <laughs> like just it is so not me it's unbelievable but I didn't get it like on a physical level until I went and spent a day shadowing somebody doing that kind of work Mm. and everything about it depressed me (laughs) 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 but 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 I could have carried on for years thinking about it inside my head and I would never have got clarity Mm. so getting out of list making mode and every time you catch yourself with a question about something or wanting to do another psychometric test ask yourself how can I pick something that I'm vaguely interested in and go and experience it in some way so that I can get real world feedback on what I'm thinking about Mm, I love I think shadowing is a thing that I talk about a lot and I I did right out of back of university actually I wrote to company and got shadowing experience like Mm. it just really helps you consolidate I mean that helped me I did um was in actually the local authority down in Portsmouth and I did three days this guy was amazing but he set me up 
in three different shadowing three different people doing different things over three days and that just nailed it for me I was like now I know what I want to do <laughs> obviously that wasn't for life you know I've evolved um but I'm still doing part of that you know and I think you evolve don't you but like you say you've got to trial it out in different ways and I think some of our super mums have been able to trial out it because maybe they're working with Salesforce in their current job role or they've used it so they sort of understand that principle but the other is also you know if you can't get that one-to-one shadowing is attend events and kind of get a feel for what people are talking about and whether it excites you and whether you think um so it might not be your always direct shadowing but it's looking at what industry events and things you can attend to see if it floats your boat right totally or or if you can't get hands-on experience then just have some conversations Mm. set up informational interviews with people who are doing that kind of work Um, you can find out so much through just having a chat with somebody who does that so much more of the real nitty-gritty than you ever would by endlessly googling is this good or what's what skills and qualifications do you need um and, and, you know, there are, particularly now with what's happening in the world at the moment, there are so many things that have gone online now that would previously have been inaccessible because of geography or cost or whatever. Industry events and festivals and conferences, all of this kind of stuff, you can now take part in from home. Um, I, did a, I did a four-week clowning course last year awesome. <laughs> that I've wanted to go to for years but never could because it was in San Francisco. Mm. Thanks, COVID. Now suddenly it's in my living room and I've <laughs> had access to all kinds of experiences I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. So, yeah, now, I'm true. Like I've made yoga because I wouldn't always make yoga and I've made user, Salesforce user group events, which I don't normally get to make. So <laughs> it's yeah. open new doors. Like, yes, I might not be networking in a way that, is at another level of depth in some ways but um you know just being able to attend some of those things does make a difference so yeah we've got to think about sometimes the the, the open the, the opportunities it's opened up to us for sure yeah 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 brilliant well that's um great reflections i think and hopefully that's given you some new ideas if you're listening in today um natasha just share with us the website for career shifters if people feel like they really need some help to move forward yeah so there's lots of expert advice articles and also success stories for inspiration on our website at careershifters.org we also run a masterclass series where we interview and have Q&A sessions with experts and thought leaders in a whole range of topics related to career change, like mm-hmm. how to make a career change if you're an introvert, um, how to start a business working from home, um, how to network without feeling slimy, um, all of this kind of stuff. Then we also have our online workshops where we provide a kind of primer to the career change conversation and our longer courses, the Launchpad and High Flyers. But details of all of that are on our website at careershifters.org. Careershifters.org. Brilliant. Excellent. And for any of you that are still trying to figure out if a, t- a career in tech is for you or you're interested in Salesforce in particular, then do visit the supermums.org website as well. And make sure you book in a call with our team because that's the thing that can help connect you in. We normally, um, our, our team consists of people who've gone through our courses so they can talk about it from their own personal experiences. They've all changed career themselves. And you also can get to talk to our recruitment team so they can tell you about the different range of jobs 
roles. And you can also use our Facebook group, um, our Supermums Facebook group to check in and connect with other people. Quite often people in our community are very happy to have those calls with you um, to just share what their job role is now and, and how they went through the process themselves. So as Natasha said, don't be afraid to ask, do reach out. Um, if you want some help just figuring it out, I love that word, figuring it out. It was one of my brand names for my previous career coaching um, service was figuring it out. If you want to get help from Career Shifters, then do reach out to Natasha at careershifters.org. And if you enjoyed this session today, please do review and follow us on iTunes. But thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Natasha, for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having me. Mums on Cloud9 is kindly sponsored by RB in partnership with Emfa.